back to the Get A Good Girl podcast. I'm your host, Justice Antica, and we still doing what we've been on, what we be doing, how we be doing it, when we be doing it, and we're going to do this, so you know what I'm saying, but we're going to, this way we're going to do it, this time with the new testament, like I know I gave y'all some little fire, some little heat, you know what I'm saying, with the old testament, well, we're going to move on into the new testament, kind of talk about Jesus a little bit, so you got to read the old testament. To get to know who God really is. And you got to get the New Testament. Because the New Testament is like. You know what I'm saying. Teaching you how to walk. Today. Giving you a better understanding. Making it, Jesus made it more practical. More realistic. You know what I'm saying. So let's do it. Now I'm in Matthew. And we all know Matthew is just. I like Matthew. I like it. I like Matthew. So I'm in Matthew. And y'all know it's like Matthew, Luke, and boy, don't give me the line, but it's like three of them that write about Jesus. And they're all writing about what happened in their own, like their own words. Like all of them were there and they all wrote about it, but they all wrote about it in their own words. But for some reason, Matthew, I like that. So we're in Matthew. I'm doing 18:21 through 19:12. So chapter 18, verse 21 through chapter 19, verse 12. Because I used to be confused when people used to say it like that. Now, starting there. So then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should we forgive someone who has sinned against me? Seven times? No, seven times. Not seven times, Jesus replied. But 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decides to bring his accounts up to date with servants who have borrowed money from him. Right? So pretty much what he's saying is, no, you got to forgive 70 times 7. That's like 144 times. Like, by then you've been to cut somebody off and block them. Think about if somebody then did something to you 100 and some times. You would not be, you, but what? No, blocked on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter. Blocked their phone number, their mama number, their big sister number, their little brother number. Block, big block, don't even go to the same neighborhood. Stop going to the Walmart you side of me because they got you messed up. <laughs> but Jesus is like, yeah, forgive them that many times. Okay. Um. So, ladies, in process, one of the debtors was brought in who owed millions of dollars right to the king he owed the king millions of dollars and he could not pay so his master was said you know let him be sold sell him sell his wife sell his children sell everything he owed to pay the debt but the man fell down to his knees and he begged like please be patient with me and i'll pay it all then the master was filled with pity for him and he released him and forgave him of his debt but when the man left the king, he went to one of his servants who owed him just a few thousand dollars. Mind you, he owed millions. His servant owed a couple thousand. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded his payment. The fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient. I'm going to pay it, he pleaded. But the creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. Now, how can you pay a debt when you're in jail? Okay, 
So, when some of the other servers, they got kind of upset because they like, hold on, the king just gave you a second chance. You owe way more. But he owe way less. You didn't, you know, jacked them all up, threw them down, roughed them up, put them in jail for life pretty much. So, they went and told the king like, yo. So, then the king called the man who had forgiven. He said, you evil servant. I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he paid his entire debt. Tortured, y'all. <laughs> Anyways. So, 15. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers or sisters from your heart. Not just saying, okay, I forgive you, but in your heart, you still be like, man, I know you with the, you with the mess, man. I already know what you on. This what you do. We got to really forgive. Like, okay, that's clean. Don't even need to remember it. And look, I know it's hard. Child, look, look, I know it's hard. But I, hey, as I read it to you, baby, I read it to myself. This is to help me too. So. We can't be like that evil debtor. If we asking God to forgive us because we know we treacherous, we know we do stuff. Ain't nobody perfect. Even kids sin. Kids be lying and being bad. So us grown folks are really out of, out of hand. We got to get it together. So 19.1, when Jesus was finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went down to the region of Judah, east of the river Jordan River. A large crowd followed him there. He healed their sickness. Jesus was like a rock star. Like, I just want y'all to know, Jesus was a rock star. Everywhere he went, it was a large crowd. Everywhere he went, people following him, trying to see him, trying to touch him, trying to talk to him, trying to be with him. Like, he was that guy. Until they were like, we're going to kill you. Then everybody like, yeah, we don't know him. <laughs> people so fake, bruh. And even then, he still died for them and forgave them. Like, so you got to too. Anywho, some Pharisees came and tried to trap him with questions. Now, here go the haters. Here go the haters. They be trying to trick you and trap you and put you in a trick bag right here. Pharisees. That spirit of the Pharisees still is alive today. People be watching you and just trying to find a way to see if they can make you slip up. That's a Pharisee spirit, and I rebuke it in Jesus' name. But watch this. So, they want to trick him. So, this is what they said. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? Because if he said the wrong thing to this, they're going to be like, oh, I told you he wasn't the son of God. Ooh. Okay. Here go Jesus. Haven't you read the scriptures? Like, Jesus got a smart mouth. He don't really just straight up answer nothing. He always, like, got a little, like, don't you already know? Like, why are you? <laughs> he, Jesus had a little bit of a smart. I love Jesus, y'all. Because he was so real. Like, for real. He wasn't no fake. Anyways, he was like, haven't you read the scriptures? You coming to ask me? <laughs> But anyway, so he said, Jesus said, haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied. They record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and his mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two, but one. Let no one split apart what God has joined together. Then, 
why did Moses say in the law that a man, so this is them, this is them, they question him again. He just said, you know, he just said, let nobody split up what God put together. That wasn't good enough. They trying to get him. So in seven, they said, then, why did Moses say in the law that a man could give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away? They asked. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts but it was not what god had originally intended and i tell you this whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery so technically he cheating on his wife he divorced it but god don't see it as a divorce so in god eye you didn't got remarried adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful jesus disciples then said to him if this is the case now his own disciples and got a little off you know like the disciples they were good people they tried you know but they didn't have it all together and they jesus would go off on them sometimes like what what is wrong with y'all but it, it would be funny it's so funny i, I can't wait for us to read those parts because jesus would be like what y'all don't get how y'all sit with me every day and y'all confused but okay so anyways jesus disciples then said to him if this is the case it is better not to marry not everyone can accept this statement, Jesus said. Only those whom God helps. Some are born as unches. Anuches. I don't know how to say that. Some have been made unches by others. And some choose not to marry. For the sake of the kingdom of heaven, let anyone accept this who can. So God didn't say it's a requirement to get married if you choose not to be married, but you also can't fornicate now. If you just decide. So the I can't say the word, but the unuches. So let me kind of dive into this because when I was in jail, y'all, it was this lesbian girl who was, she said she was a pastor. She was the pastor of our little block or whatever. And let her tell us she was the unuches or whatever, the person who God called not to be able to have sex but she has a thing for women Child, the baby she was a sweet baby but she was a little bit lost so when you google that word and when you really look that word up that is more for people who have had some type of issue so a man who has been castrated especially one employed to guard the women living around in Asian courts so a man without a thing thing. Of course, what he getting married for? <laughs> so no. If you don't believe marriage is for you, fine. Please do not get married. It ain't easy. Think about you being by yourself and then you have to morph into another person and become one. Y'all got to think alike, be alike. Y'all, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay? Get on one accord with another person. It's a lot. If you like your freedom, I'm not telling you to get married. But I'm telling you, you don't need to be fornicating. And living sinful, you don't even need to be lusting. You sitting around lusting? Jesus said, it's better for you to gouge out your own eye and throw it away than to be looking at somebody in a lustful way. So if you can't handle the sin of lust and temptation and fornication, you need to get married. Period. All right. But don't just marry anybody. Marry who God has for y'all. Boom. I'm going to leave y'all with a Proverbs on today. Proverbs 5, 22, 23, it says an evil man is held captive by his own sins. They are ropes that catch and hold him. 
He will die for a lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. So put your evil to the side unless you want to die because of your evilness. I love y'all. If y'all have any questions, y'all know y'all can always ask these questions on the Ghetto Good Girl Facebook page. If you want to support my podcast, make sure you run over to the Ghetto Good Girl Etsy. Get you something. I got stuff on there from $1.99 on up, baby. Whatever God put on your heart. Okay? Okay. Anyways, I love you, but God love you so much more. Y'all have a blessed day. Peace out.